So welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. That was the Federal High Court, Abuja, where Namdikanu's trial resumed or was supposed to resume after four years. Arrested abroad last month and extradited to Nigeria, where he has been in the custody of the Department of State Services, DSS, Kanu was due to be in the court on Monday, July 26th, but the federal government did not arraign him. As a result, Justice Bintanyaku adjourned the case. Our colleague, John Azuchuks, was there and now is joining us in the studio to tell us what happened. The Namde Kanu trial was scheduled to hold at the Federal High Court in Abuja. It was meant to be a continuation of trial which uh, commenced uh, in 2015 and then until the time he was granted bail in 2017. And of course, the events that led to his uh, jumping bail. So on the resumption, the matter could not go on because the Department of State Security Service uh, where he was being held uh, could not produce him in court. Therefore, the matter was adjourned to the uh, October 21st for continuation. The reason for the adjournment, in your thought as a judicial correspondent, would you say it holds water, being that it's such a high-profile case? Uh, yeah, the, the, the reason given by the prosecution council led by uh, Abubakar uh, for the federal government was uh, actually shocking to many people in court because the, 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 the date for the arraignment was announced uh, over uh, two weeks ago because he was uh, extradited from Kenya uh, around the 29th of June. Therefore, the expectation was that 26th of July, they would have made all necessary arrangements to, to produce him in court at uh, the commencement of the hearing. But for them to uh, announce that for logistics reasons, he couldn't come. It was shocking to so many people and it led to uh, arguments and counter-arguments up to the time the court decided to, to adjourn or to, to enable his uh, appearance because the law, the rule is that uh, you cannot try people in absentia. So that was the situation. Were journalists and broadcasters allowed to have full coverage of the event? of the um, hearing. Yeah, that, that was another uh, curious development when uh, the list surfaced on Sunday, that's 25th, prelude to this trial that some journalists have been... Uh, the list, what list exactly? The, the list of uh, uh, people that have been granted access to the trial. Who produced the list? Yeah, the, the, it, was, it was suggested initially that um, the uh, Department of State Services was behind that list, uh -huh. uh, but uh, further inquiries, both in-house and other journalists, relate uh, that the DSS uh, were just um, uh, third parties to what happened. It was between the courts and the Union of uh, Judicial Correspondents, the executive. So it was actually uh, brought to the DSS to enforce. From what we gathered, the court wanted to create some uh, ambience within the hearing. They did not want crowding in the courtroom. 
Therefore, they did suggest uh, a, an aligned uh, figures to be present while uh, restricting people who have no business to being caught from the trial. Therefore, when uh, the list was made, it was now made in such a way that some journalists, because we are about, uh, about 45 media houses, even international uh, broadcast organizations, felt that um, in, in previous sensitive high-profile cases of that nature, uh, journalists always have the first rights of refusal to attend such trials mm. because they will stand in the gap, you know, to inform uh, members of the public of what uh, is going on in the court. Therefore, to exclude them from the trial was, was very, very unheard of. So you said 45 media houses were excluded? Yes, because uh, no, it was. Uh, let's say if if you if you add the totality of uh, persons who were supposed to cover it, it was supposed to be about 40, 43, 45. So how many covered? Because then eventually they, they listed ten. Out of that ten, I think extra three persons managed to get in. Extra three to the ten initially. Out of 45 media houses in yes, Nigeria, who, just 10 were allowed to get in. Were allowed in. to get in. So this was unprecedented. Okay. Mm. Thank you very much, John Chooks, for sharing yeah. this insight. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah. Godi Uwazurike appointed by Ohaneze Ndibo to represent them as an interested party, talked to journalists on the turn of event at the court. So if he was taken away from Kenya, by unlawful means, under the rule of law, he must be brought to court. And the reason given by the prosecution is actually questionable. They said it's a problem of logistics. In simple language, the DSS said they didn't have a vehicle to bring him. As far as I understand the word logistics, and it did not make sense. So the court did not handle the matter today because he cannot have a trial in that sense of the suspect. And my name, the can is being treated like a criminal. It's not a criminal, it's only a suspect. And it's only a court that must pronounce that word criminal. Everybody is presumed innocent until found guilty. We have come all the way to Abuja to witness what is going on. And the first thing we did was to look out for him. We did not see him. My name, the Khan's lawyer is also complaining that he has been denied assets. For the past 10 days, I've been asking to see his client. And the judge said that is wrong. And he's having a meeting with Marjan Amnikan's lawyer, with the prosecutor, who is actually the director of federal prosecution, to work out the days the lawyer will go and see him. To know whether it's alive. We're only hearing stories. So Hanes is standing firm. Because we want to see that justice must not only be done, but must must be seen to have been done. In other words, we don't want technicality. What triumphed today is called technicality, not justice. Justice demands that you don't keep somebody behind bars and decide when and where to try it. Today, Marginal Mekano is in the custody of the Director of State Security, and it is not a prison. Normally, when you are sent to prison, it is from prison that you are brought to trial, not in the hands of those who abducted you. Finally, Bilkisu Ahmed speaks with the lawyer Aliyu Anans on whether it is strange the accused not to be arraigned in court, especially in such a high-profile case. 
Well, I wouldn't say much about it being a high-profile piece or not. What I know is that the principal legislation uh, guiding the conduct of criminal trial in Nigeria, which is the Administration of Criminal Justice Act 2015, envisage situations like this and it provides solution to situations such as this where a case come up and the defendant is not in court. So basically, I wouldn't say it's unprecedented. It happens, but it's the circumstances that determine and what explanation can be offered as to the happening. So one of the reasons as given by the DSS was that they had no logistics to provide Kanu. Is this a valid enough reason? You wouldn't. I, sitting in the comfort of my own office, wouldn't just reach a conclusion to see whether the reason given by the Department of State Service is a valid one or not. They said logistics. Logistics is subject to different interpretation. Uh, what I know is that under Section 266 of the Administration of Criminal Justice Act, it provides that a defendant must always be present because it uses the word shall. It shall always be present during the conduct of his case, subject only to circumstances provided by that section and the provision of section 135 of the same act, which are where the defendant conduct himself in such a manner that it wouldn't be practicable for the court to go on with the hearing in his absence. Oh. Under Section 135, where the offense is being charged of is such that is the punishment does not exceed 10,000 naira fine or six-month imprisonment term, the magistrate can dispense with his presence. So basically what this section is saying is, for whatever reason, be it logistics as far by the Department of State Security Service or whatever reason that can be adjudged to be valid the defendant cannot be brought to court if he is in the custody of any of the security agents or if he is on bail and he did not prove, uh, made himself available to the court that hearing cannot go on it must be adjourned the excuse that due to logistics reason they cannot provide him well that may be sentimental actually not unbiased response I don't know if you get my point. I'm listening. <laughs> my point is, mm. for the fact that he is not in court, and for whatever interpretation could be given as regards the act or attitude of the DSS, since he is not in court, we cannot go on with hearing. Logistics okay. may mean that I don't want to say that, but I'm just giving you a rider. It may be the issue of transportation. Mm. Like transporting him from wherever he's been held. I, you get what I'm saying? Because of that, they can, I wouldn't say means because it will be uh, an insult to the DSS to say they don't have the necessary fuel to transport him or they don't have, the cars are not available. But for whatever reason, it's security issues. They know the reason better as to what they mean when they said logistics. All right. Um, lastly, what's your take on the overall turnout of the Kanu trial? How do you think it's being handled? The overall proceeding? Yes. Uh, one thing that I would like to make clear is I'm not in the court, and uh, that is one. And generally, 
from the beginning of the issue of the trial of uh, Namdi Kanu, you, the media is uh, covering it all together. And you know that from the beginning, after he was granted bail, he jumped bail. And what we mean by jumping bail is when a bail is granted on the next adjournment, the defendant refused to come to court. And uh, the Department of Security Service, alongside other security agents, do their homework by finding means to bring him back to uh, the country to face his own day in the court. Uh, so I would say to some extent, uh, uh, things are being done the way they should. And I would like to pass this message across that the Department of Security Service should exhibit all conduct that a common Nigerian will seem to be convinced that they are doing their own part of the bargain by doing the necessary things, providing their witnesses, bringing the suspect or the defendant to court as at when due. And then it will be left on the side of the defendant to also defend their case uh, religiously with all uh, that it takes to show that they did also their part. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Anas. Thank you for having me here. I'm grateful. We wait for October 21st, 2021 to see what will happen. God bless Nigeria. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say we thank you to you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on boardsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Bye for now.